Hello and welcome to the Celtic View podcast. Today I'm joined by Celtic Women's Manager Fran Alonso. Fran, thanks for joining us. How are you? Um, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm very good, thank you. Um, we are back training, which is what we love to do, so I, I'm delighted. Uh, we have missed it a lot, and the fact that now, you know, again, back to uh, play, uh, planning training sessions daily and, and, you know, start to monitor their load and start to talk to the players face-to-face is, is you know, uh, nothing compared to it. So, yeah, we are, we are all delighted to be back. So we're currently in the first week back in full training now after almost two months since the last game. So how was that coming back for the first day? I imagine everyone was quite elated to see one another. Yeah, I mean, everyone, you know, smiling, uh, even working hard, but with a smile, which is great to see. Um, we have put a little bit more demanding schedule, not only in terms of volume, but, you know, um, obviously when we finish training, we have to go home, we have to stay at home because now we are getting tests, etc. So we make sure we got as much contact with the players as, as we can. So they don't have a day off, uh, they got a couple of doubles. So we are seeing them quite a lot, uh, more than we will normally do. So, but yeah, everything with a smile, everyone is delighted. And, you know, the confirmation we got a couple of days ago that we are back competing um, on the fourth. Again, it gives to the team a little bit more of even, even more of a push if you want. So yeah, um, very, very happy times right now after a tough, a tough period. Yeah. So that's just a little over three weeks now before the, the first game back. So. What sort of challenges does that present for you and your coaching staff in trying to get the players up to match fitness, given the, the, the couple of months layoff that we've all had? I understand that uh, we have to finish the league by, by June. Uh, I think it's the 4th or the 6th of June. Uh, I understand we, we all want to, to play the 14 games left, not only seven. Um, so we understand that you know, the earlier we come back, the more chances we got to do that. In the ideal world, at least I need six weeks of precision. I think every player needs six weeks of precision, especially considering how long they, they haven't uh, do uh, football. Um, but, you know, with four weeks, obviously we are putting a lot of focus on, on, you know, trying to prepare the player better for the injury prevention when they are back to competition. This time, unlike the last time, we are going to face a team that has the same preparation than us. Uh, last time, it was a totally different scenario. They were training for three and a half months uh, and we were training for four weeks. So it was, you know, it was just too much different. But this time, at least, it's the same for everyone. Uh, I don't yeah. think it's the ideal, of course, because four weeks, I don't think it's enough. Um, I would like a little bit, a couple of weeks extra, but uh, we will try to, to you know, we are, we are glad and we are delighted to be back. Uh, so, you know, no complaints, no complaints. We will try to maximize the, the opportunity that we have been given. The team were on a good run of form before the break as well, with uh, five wins and a draw in the, the last six games, including a win over Rangers and an impressive 6-2 win over Hibs as well. So how pleased have you been with the development of the team and the performances in the first third of the season? I'm, I'm very delighted, Tony, to be fair. Um, you know, we know on paper we could be like the third favourite, uh, just because of obviously the, the budgets and, and the experience that other clubs got in the league. Uh, but, you know, we managed, as you say, we managed to beat Rangers. Uh, we managed to beat City in the first game when I first started, but obviously that was, you know, uh, uh, that didn't count at the end. So I, I'm delighted. Uh, if you think, you know, we try to play in a little uh, press a little bit high against most of teams. We try to play through the thirds. That's, that takes a lot of bravery. And I think the girls has been growing in that, has been growing in confidence, in bravery. We, I think 
we not only won games, you know, we won a game 10 nil, which is never easy in our division. Uh, so I'm delighted. Obviously, there are things always that we have to improve. But I think the elemental strength of the team, if you think the draw you were talking about, we were in the 89th minute, we were losing to nil at home. Uh, it wasn't just our day. We create so many chances and we didn't put them away. And in two minutes, we score two goals and we get a point uh, that we don't know if this is going to be a key point at the end of the season. So the mental strength of the player, Glasgow against Rangers, we scored in the last minute uh, of the game. Um, so the mental strength of the team has been superb. And, and yeah, I, I, we have to be proud of the, of the work uh, that we have done. I, I'm, I'm delighted with uh, the staff, the professionalism, and especially with the, with the environment, uh, good people. There are, there are all good people, people that feel Celtic, and that's why I think we have done quite well so far. And you've made moves to strengthen the team as well during the, the January transfer window with four new signings, I believe. What can we expect from them? Uh, we've, been, we've been very impressed uh, with, with them in, in training. In terms of uh, adaptation, they look like they've been playing here for two years already. Uh, always with a smile, you know, uh, talking to everyone. Very, very impressive, especially considering some of them are very young, 19 year old, um, very good. And then, you know, in terms of uh, technical ability and impact on the pitch, uh, very, very impressed. Uh, obviously, Anna got a little advantage because she's been training uh, with, with Spurs. So she came in a better state of fitness. But yeah, you know, she, uh, you can see the, the, the quality they are adding to the squad is, uh, is terrific. Obviously, um, we cannot take credit only for that. You know, we got massive, massive support from the club and from the board to make this for signing uh, happen. Uh, and it's a, it's a great scenario because we lost three players that, you know, great, good girls, good players. And we lost three players, obviously, because they weren't, they weren't Scottish. They wanted to come back to their countries. And now we brought four that actually overall improved the squad. You, I think we are uh, in a better place than we were before. So I'm delighted uh, about you know the, the, the recruitment uh, process of the last transfer window. Yeah, Anna, of course, is a, a Wales international, and you have a couple of Scotland internationals and in the, the team as well, including Natalie Ross, who was called up again recently. So that's a good reflection of the quality of this squad with, with so many internationals in it. Yeah, 100%. Uh, after the Hibs game that you mentioned, I, I actually, you know, uh, they interviewed me and I actually uh, said I, I couldn't understand why Natalie Ross and Lirsa Robertson weren't in the Scottish squad. For me, were by far the, the, the two best center meets in terms of performances uh, in, in the last games. And, you know, I think they, they, they got what they deserve. Uh, for us, obviously, everyone at the club was absolutely delighted. We got a WhatsApp group. Everyone was uh, congratulating the girls. I obviously I, I did a few a few calls with both of them. They were delighted, and I think it's just fair. And as you say, it show it show the first it show uh, that the team is doing well. Uh, we use the midfield a lot, so our midfielders get a lot of actions, and they are outstanding on and off the ball. Um, so they got this recognition, uh, and it's mainly it's credit to the players, but it's credit to the team, it's credit to the whole girls, because they are making this group of people grow uh, in terms, not only in football terms, but also, you know, as, as, as individuals, you know, we are trying to, to stick to our values, to, to improve how we are on the pitch and off the pitch. And I think all of these have a, an impact on, on these girls getting called by their national teams. So from one international player that we had, I think, apart from the youth internationals that we always had, but we got only Kiva. Uh, and now we got uh, a few more, so is, I am I'm, I'm proud that, that uh, we are a, we are a better squad than we were. So yeah.
yeah. And so there's plenty of games left in the season. As you said, you're going to have to squeeze in 14 league games between now and the 6th of June when the, the season ends. So what football to be played? What are you looking for from your team between now and then? What sort of targets are, are you wanting them to achieve before the end of the season? So here, Tony, we got we got here a dilemma, a dilemma. Um, so the players got a clear uh, goal, which is qualify for Champions League. But for me, my goal is just the next game. So I only focus in the next game. Um, if we are talking from here until the end of the season, my priority number one would be to keep the team fit, uh, no injuries, especially non long-term injuries, uh, which is going to be challenging uh, because of the amount of time that we were you know, uh, with no training, and now the short, the short uh, period of time preparing them for a competitive game against a very, very tough opponent. Uh, so the injuries it would be there at the top of my list, and then of course, you know, as I say many times, we are, we are with this badge, we are representing Celtic. Winning have to come with it. I want the team to play well. I want them to be aggressive. Uh, we know we cannot make any more mistakes in terms of, you know. Uh, drawing, uh, you know, at home, you know, our home have to be a fortress. Nobody can come to, to, to K-Park and, and take points from us. So um, we are going to be more aggressive, especially at home. And, you know, obviously this is physical demands as well that link to this, trying to keep them fit. But every single game, I approach game by game, every single game we will expect to, to, to fight and hopefully to win and play well and be aggressive regardless of the quality of the position. So in the last two months of competition, then I might be able to, uh, to answer to you, Tony, if we want to qualify for Champions League, if we are in a position to actually try to give a go and fight for the league. But for me, right now, you know, the only thing I, my goal is to try to try to win against Glasgow City, our first game on the fourth. Yeah, yeah. With the this Champions League and the, the Scottish Premier Women's League having a, a second spot there now this season, it's a great incentive for other players to, to come and join the, the, the club as well and a great incentive for the players to meet that week-to-week -week goal, like you said as well. How big an impact would, would something like that have if Celtic were to this season or next season um, qualify for the Champions League? How sort of transformative do you think that could be for, for the club and for what you want to achieve? I think it's massive. I think it's massive. So we obviously, we never been in the Champions League. Uh, so that would be the first time that we are. I think Celtic Football Club belong, belong to the Champions League. Uh, rather men or women, we have to be there. We, you know, the, the size of the club means you have to be there. Um, and we want to be obviously the first group that, that achieve it. In terms of bringing players, uh, I think we, you know, again, credit to, to, to the badge and, and the quality of the people that work for, for the club. Uh, you know, we brought players from top clubs in the world, OL Reign, like Mariah. We brought Anita from Atletico Madrid. We just brought uh, Anna Philby from Spurs in, competing in WSL. So we are attracting very good players. Of course, if you go into the Champions League, then even, even more possibilities to attract uh, better players. And then, obviously, um, in terms of finance, if we get a, a little bit more uh, help, which I think uh, we are in the process of, of, of getting, then I think, you know, um, the limit is, is the sky, really. So step by step, uh, we need to we need to um, first put the work. I think we got a lot of support this year. Uh, and I think we need to pay the club back with all the support that we have got. Uh, paying back by, you know, by making them proud and, and fighting uh, every single game. Of course, sometimes you cannot control the results, but we will try our best. 
And then, obviously, if we are lucky enough to, to qualify for Champions League, then that, that's going to be uh, massive for, for the club. In terms of resources, in, in terms of uh, exposure, uh, you know, people would be able... We went to Spain um, in the precision as, as soon as I joined, and we had a group of Spanish, Spanish fans singing in, in English, in a bad English with accent, and I say, I spoke to them in Spanish, I say, what, what, what do you support in Spain? And I say, no, no, we don't support anything in Spain. We are Celtic fans. I said, well, you're Spanish. I said, yeah, yeah, we support Celtic. I said, how is that even possible? So I, I am delighted to go to Ukraine and get a group of Celtic fans supporting us. Yeah, uh, that's one of my dreams. So, yeah, um, I, I really, really hope this, this group of players uh, qualify for Champions League. That would be amazing. Yeah, and the results would suggest that they're certainly on, on track to, to doing that. It's, it's been a great um, first year for, for yourself as Celtic manager, albeit massively disrupted with COVID, but some really stellar results as well. How do you look back on your time here so far? Are you now beginning to see the sort of style and identity of performances that you want to instill in the team? Yes, um, it's exactly what you say. So the, the first the first step that I think that I think I did right is, uh, you know, uh, when I appoint uh, the staff, um, we I appoint so rather than work with staff that I worked previously, that they were very, very good. I decided to work with uh, staff that knew the Scottish League, knew every single player, knew the club, knew, uh, so, you know, David, uh, Haley, Michael, uh, then we brought Dan as an analyst, uh, we brought Ashley, so all the all the staff, Chris as a goalkeeping coach, so we brought the staff that are very, very familiar with the Scottish League. It helped me to actually, you know, learn about Scottish football very, very quickly. They all bought into, into the style, whether they believe in it or they really didn't think too much in the past about that, but they all bought into it 100%, uh, and that make it make my life very very easy. So for the players to buy into it, uh, you know, it, it was it was very easy. Actually, you got players that has been playing for a while and and they absolutely love to this style. They they, they just they just miss it and they they just told me many times, oh, I I love to play football now. So so yeah, it's it's been successful not in terms of results because obviously we would like to be at, at the top and and you know we have a defeat which I got an excuse for it anyway about the preparation. Uh, we got a draw at home, uh, which is just we had a bad day. Um, but apart from that, we won every game and that's it's quite impressive for a team that came from uh, part time uh, to full time. So so yeah, I I couldn't be any more any more uh, any happier. Um, but again, as I say, is that that's, it's a work that is done by many people. Uh, I, you know, I'm just a small part, and the, the one that tried to convince of them, put them together. But then, you know, the, everyone in their field, they, they they got the quality, and yeah, I I expect I expect a a, a very a very successful and good season uh, where we can all celebrate at the end, which is what we are all looking for. Yeah, yeah, I think we're all looking forward to, to seeing how the team does at the end of the season. It's great to, to see everyone back and it's exciting to, to see them continue that great run of form that they were on before the break. So I'll let you go there, Fran. Thank you very much for, for joining us and uh, best of luck with the rest of the season. Thank you, man. Tony, it's a pleasure to be here. And yeah, we hope we can uh, welcome you all to, to, to K-Park when actually spectators yes. are back allowed because... This is what we miss the most, you know, to feel to feel all all our fans there, feel them close, feel them shouting, see these little girls coming to the stadium uh, to see us. That give us extra energy, and we we haven't had that, and we have missed it. So hopefully we we can all celebrate something um, soon.